Hey everyone, welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 12 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today's topic is this or that. We are going to be throwing out some options and answering each other's questions, whether we prefer this or that. It should be kind of fun. Should be. Should be. (laughs) Depends how hard-hitting your questions are. They're not hard-hitting at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mine aren't either, so. (laughs) That's good. We don't have the brain power to take too much time to figure these out. (laughs) No, no. I'm like, it could have been really difficult if I had put a lot of time and effort into thinking of really, like, tough decisions. But it's not like that today. No. Okay. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So. My first question, which is very generic. Um, series or standalone? Generally, I go series. I like to get more of the characters and stuff. Sometimes there's good standalones and I don't like dislike standalones. But if it's a really good book, I want more. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I feel like because of some hits and misses this past year, for the moment, my answer is going to be standalones. Mm. Mainly because I feel like in the last year or two, I've had some really great series that I've been super excited about. And as the series has gone on, there have been a few books that have, like, not delivered. And it's kind of ruined the series for me. So I think if I had one really good book from an author that I really love, I, at this point in life, would be super satisfied with that. As opposed to getting my hopes up and hoping that the rest of the series is just as good as the first one. That's a good point. (laughs) We have had some series dives lately. Yeah. And you just never know. And I think for me, because I'm such a like planner and a worrier, which is so silly because it's just a book. But I think that I, if I get one good one, I'm satisfied because it can't be ruined. Like I've already (laughs) read it. It's great. It's done. There's nothing that can go wrong once I finished it and I've loved it. Um, But I don't get that same feeling when there's like two or three books left in the series. Yeah. Okay. My first one is first person or third person point of view. Uh, Typically, I think third person is where my sweet spot is. I can remember when I first um, got back into reading heavily. (laughs) Anytime I picked up a book that was in first person, I, I even saw it the other day on my Facebook memories. It was like when you pick up your book and it's in first person, I was just like so exasperated that like, how could this be in first person? It doesn't really bother me as much now that I've read more of them, but I do think that I like being able to get more points of view kind of than the first person offers me if I had to choose. (laughs) I think it's hilarious like how similar we are because I used to like utterly refuse to read books that were in first person. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I hated them. And now, like, like you said, I don't mind them. They're good. I have no, like, if I pick it up, it's in first person. We just continue on our merry way. But yeah. definitely third person is my preference overall. I think, too, from what I've seen, or at least maybe I've been more choosy about the authors that I've read writing first person. I'm not going to say that they weren't as well written, maybe. But the ones that I've picked up recently, I think for me, have been better written first person characters mm-hmm. or they've done it better justice because I haven't seemed to have that kind of halt or like taking me out of the story or like noticeably irritated that it's first person. So I don't know if I'm just better at choosing or maybe people are better at writing them. I don't know what it is, but I think the ones that I've read later have definitely not given me that kind of bad taste in my mouth for the first person book. Yeah, I feel like it's, like you said, they've been getting a lot better as of late. And yeah, it doesn't like, it's not even like a thing that I even like pause on anymore. Yeah. So. I agree. So I guess you're, we have the same answer on that one then. We do. Look at that. All right. Okay. This one's super like also generic. <laughs> um, Kindle reading or print book? <sighs> I okay asked me this a year ago and I would have like and my answer's still the same I would have been like hard and fast paperback like get the kindle out of here I only read on that when I have to but I have gained a new appreciation for the kindle in recent times especially since I've run out of print books to read um and also the convenience of having it with me like and not having to like bring my book with me. Yeah. I definitely do appreciate Kindle reading, but if you're going to make like if you present both options to me, I'm going to choose the paperback hands down. Okay. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> um I'm going to go off the rails here again. And uh, like you said, a year ago this would not have been my answer. Because anyone that has followed me in my reading life for any amount of time knows that I used to rant about my <laughs> Kindle. It was possessed, though. It, it was. would, like, fast forward, make the font size 30. Like, it would do crazy things. There was some kind of glitch. And um, I just hated my Kindle. And it was a paper white, if anyone wants to know. Um, and so I was always like adamant, like print books are nothing like, and I'd be like, guess what doesn't have to be charged a print book. Like I was that annoying person. <laughs> However, <laughs> I traded it in for a newer version of the paper white that has a backlight, which makes all the difference in the world. Um, because you don't have to use a book light when you're using your Kindle. Like, why on earth would they even make that without a light? I just don't know. But I find myself, um, like you said, like, it's it's a lot easier for me to just pick my Kindle up, to take it with me. Um, I don't have to have a bookmark. I don't lose my place. And I find myself picking it up a lot more because I can read a page or two and set it down and not have the hassle of like finding a bookmark, losing my place, finding my place again. Like I just, I I think it's easier for me to grab and read a little bit at a time rather than a print book. I feel like I have to 
sit down and get settled and all that kind of stuff. So um, I guess I would say (laughs) Kindle, but the caveat is that I still do prefer to have the print books because I like taking pictures of the print books as we all do. I, I just find that so much easier than trying to mess with posting photos of like digital stuff. So, but yeah, for reading, I think it's the Kindle. (laughs) It's just so funny to like, imagine if like we were like ourselves a year ago, we're listening to this. Yeah. (laughs) We'd be like, losing their minds because we were so adamantly yeah against it I totally respect it too because I was there but I think you know different different reading uh formats serve different purposes for different people and as we have seen different phases of life so Mm -hmm. I will not be as judgmental about people who um are doing e-reading and all that stuff as I used to be I was pretty, pretty critical, like e-readers. That's not real. I know. That was so stupid. Oh, yeah. We were, we were really judgy. Snobs. Yeah, we were snobs. We were such snobs. And now we have to like eat our words. And now Um, I'm like, but can I get it on my Kindle also? Because I just want both. I want to be able to like read the print book, but then if I have to go somewhere, have the Kindle option. Yes, I want to go. <laughs> so again, yes. still snobby, but in a different We're way. Not. <laughs> We're not going to fully give up being snobs. No, but at least we own it. Okay, this one is super random, but um, music. Do you like to have music on while you read or no? Um, you know, (laughs) I typically don't, I think because I'm not a big music person, but I like the idea of it. And I'll say that you have rubbed off on me a smidge because occasionally when you say like when you were reading, um, the Rachel McDaniel book and you were listening to some twenties jazz, I was like, that's such a good idea. And so I turned it on and I really enjoyed doing that. I just don't find that it's something that I think about that often because um, I am not that musically inclined most of the time. So I think I like the idea of it. But if I had to say like with or without, I'd probably say without just because I I don't usually have it on now. So I guess I can live without it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I like it just depends on what mood I'm in. Like I do like having it on in the background but it's very like I'm very picky about what it is like it either has to a match the book or b just be like a soft kind of like I have like stations that I listen to that are like oh soft Christian music or soft country or soft pop and so like I'll match them to the book but it has to be like it's when I'm like settling in for a good long read that I turn on the music yeah um sorry my dog is barking there's nothing I can do about it um (laughs) okay fairy tale retellings or classics that are reimagined classics that are reimagined um because I'm a realist and (laughs) so I generally like like I can accept the fairy tales as they are but when they try to put like fairy tale ish stuff into 
things that aren't fairy tale, that's when my brain starts to like explode. And I'm like, it's not like I like absolutely hate them, but like they're just not my preference. Like I recently read like a whole collection and like they were going a little bit too hard on trying to make them connect. And you're like, that, that that's not going to happen in real life. Like, why are we pretending <laughs> this is happening in real life? So, yeah, I feel like classics, it's, uh, yeah, I just like it's, them more. It's an easier sell, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I came up with this question, because I would be like, neither. Um, <laughs> what sounds like, yeah. Uh, oh, if I had to choose, I, <sighs> this is tough because I typically have not enjoyed most reimagined classics. And by that, I guess I mean something like a uh, Pride and Prejudice retelling or something of that nature, uh, like the Mr. Rochester to the Jane Eyre type story, like that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I ha- I don't typically gravitate towards those. And when I do read them, getting excited about it, it's never what I want it to be. <laughs> but I also agree with you. I can't deal with the whimsical nature of the fairy tale retelling in a new way. Most of the time. It's, it's, it's I can't suspend that reality. <laughs> I'm like, fairy tales were meant to be magical stories not turned into real life that could happen differently I don't know I'm thinking of one in my head that I read and I was like so like it was so cheesy because I'm like there's only so many ways you can portray Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in a modern setting without it being like I roll yes (laughs) so I guess if it came down to it and I was forced to read one, it would probably be a classic reimagined. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, um, that was a bad question. You... But... <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, I had a perfectly good answer. <laughs> yeah, you were good. Um, okay. Do you prefer novels to be of a shorter or longer length like not novellas versus novels like shorter novels or like like a 280 page versus a 430 page uh shorter because i usually find that in longer novels for me there's too much conflict or drama that happens um, I don't like to get bogged down with too much of that stuff in a story. And most of the time when it's longer, they have to add a certain amount of um, conflict or emotional upheaval, whatever, to make it longer. And I'm not here for that. <laughs> so I think shorter, more concise, there's still probably elements of conflict and like whatever's going on. But we don't live there as long. And for me, that's better. Yeah, I feel like my answer would be the same. Like, I don't mind a longer one here or there, but I feel like with the amount, like, I don't get a lot of chances to, like, sit down and read for, like, a long stretch of time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes you have to, like, read for a long time in a long novel. (laughs) 
to yeah. like really get me feel if you're reading it like disjointedly it doesn't work and yeah like you said there's just usually a lot more stuff to get bogged down with and like not saying that they're not good it's just I definitely preferred like the more simplistic concise like you said of the shorter ones I don't want to pick it up and be like oh this is a big book that's yeah. usually a bad sign <laughs> also it's better to have those ones on kindle <laughs> yes Another I mean point for I, I will say I feel like for the type of books that we read this is true it may not be true if you're reading something that's not christian fiction or if you're like a fantasy reader mm-hmm. um but we don't typically read that kind of stuff and so the books that we read tend to be on the shorter side and when they're on the longer side they tend to not be in my opinion done as I don't want to say as well but it's not the way I prefer the stories to go so anyway um okay Regency era or Victorian era as far as historical settings goes hmm that's a good question (laughs) what sorry my thing cut out oh i said that was a good question oh yeah i I almost kind of lumped them together in my mind so trying to like think i haven't read that many victorian i'll say that um but i also haven't read that many regency i guess (laughs) uh Gun to the head, having to pick one, I would say Victorian. I mean... I have no reasoning behind yeah. that. I just panic. I, I like them both. This was, again, another dumb question on my part. Because I love both Victorian and Regency. I feel like Victorian, it has a little bit more flair to it sometimes when it comes mm-hmm. to plots. Um... They seem to be a little bit more lively and a lot going on. Regency is usually like the sweet spot of reading for me of just like romance and balls and gentlemen and all the things. Um, I just don't know because like the uh, Sarah Eden books that we love, the um, like The Gentleman and Thief, those mm-hmm. are Victorian. And I think Mimi Matthews is also Victorian. Yeah, she has the one uh, Regency yeah, those are so good, though. But I do read so much Regency that I guess I would have to say Regency, but I love Victorian, too. Regency. I, I have to go with one. So your final answer? I think because I just, naturally, there's more of it. Yeah. Victorian so. isn't as... I feel like it's not as just, like, a established... Like, I feel like Regency is, like, this whole genre in and of itself. Yes. So I feel like Victorian's more of just, oh, a historical time period. Yeah. So I think you're right. This way is more. Okay. This one I know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it. (laughs) (laughs) Cover or description? Uh, Cover. Always. I mean, you can get so much from the cover, or you can get so little. It really could go either way, um, but <laughs> uh, as everyone knows, I'm sure, 
because it's crazy, I know, but I don't typically read book blurbs on the back. So I'm a total look at the cover and make a judgment cover snob. However, I don't usually have a lot of issue. Like, I don't know, cover designers are are usually like you can get a good feel for a book from the cover most of the time. Um, I'm not going to say that's hard and fast rule, but for me, I can usually tell if I'm going to like it from the cover. Plus, you know, of authors and all that. But yeah, I'm going to say cover. Well, Jenny, like I genuinely get baffled by how you can look at a cover and know what a book is going to be about. <laughs> if the cover artist has done their job, it should be fairly simple. Yeah, I just, I can't. Um, I'm, I have to read the description. And like, I feel like I could look at a cover and then read the description and be like, I, okay. But like, I don't, like, I look at a cover and I just, I see it's a pretty picture. I don't deduce anything from the cover. <laughs> Except for maybe if it's a contemporary <laughs> or historical. So yeah, I am a description all the way. It could be a hideous cover. If the description sounds good, I'll read it. It could and be I'm like, cover. if the cover's bad, the book's probably bad, too. Which is so not true, but that's all I am. <laughs> oh, teach their own. That's true. Okay. Would you rather have a book that is too silly or a book that is too emotional? Okay. <laughs> Are we saying silly as in, like, just eye roll silly? Or silly as in funny? No, not funny. Just like ridiculously, like I can't with this eye roll silly or so emotional that you are traumatized by the time you finish. Okay. Like box of tissues at the end. I don't really get traumatized. Like I can handle a high level of emotional. I cannot take a lot of stupidity. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with the emotional. Okay. (laughs) I have a high threshold when it comes to that. I mean that's fair um I think I would probably (laughs) I probably would rather have a book that's too silly because I just can't deal with all the emotions and the ones that I've read that have made me cry are some of my favorite books so it makes no sense but I just hardly can put myself through it but Yeah, I guess if I had to choose, and I knew it was going to be super emotional, I would choose a book that's too silly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect you to pick anything different. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Contemporary or historical? Oh. Gotta pick. I think historical. Because... That's mostly what I gravitated towards when I first kind of dove back into reading a lot. And I find that unless it's like heavy or emotional, like we said, I can read a lot of historical in a row without having to take too many breaks. Um, Not that you can't with contemporary, but I don't know. I just love the romance and historical. It just, I don't know, it feels comforting and safe to me. Yeah, I mean, I love them both, but I definitely grab it. Like, if you're going to put two options between, I definitely would pick contemporary. That's, like, my yeah. sweet spot. So, 
It's like, I love both of them. I have a large quantity of both of them. But push came to shove. If I'm going to go for like what I like often, I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood for this. It's usually contemporary. And I think for me too, it's a lot of times because I'm so picky about the contemporary that Mm. I can't find a lot of them that I love. And so I have like a handful of authors that I know and trust and love their stuff. And it's kind of like, there's not, I'm just super picky about it. So I'm not as picky about historical. So it, I kind of have more options there, I guess. That makes sense. Again, snobby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you more of a fan of the binge read? Or when you find a good author or series, are you a horde and saver? I do both. You got to pick one. I feel like I generally try to hoard and savor. Every once in a while I cave and binge. But like, (laughs) I try to at least space them out to some degree so that I like have something to look forward to. So yeah, that would be my choice. Uh, Again, this was a silly question because I'm like, I do both as well. Um, I think for me, I feel like it would be more of a binge read. That doesn't necessarily play out in life too much because I typically don't have all the time in the world. But if I did, like, I can remember points in time where I have, like, discovered an author or series that I love and I have just binge read them. Um, so I think if I had my preference and the stars aligned and I had the time and I think I would totally, it would be the binge read. Yeah. I mean, I love a good binge read. Like, yeah. it's not often times that we can fully binge read, so. No. We usually it's report amazing. the saver. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually the horde and saver. Okay. Do you like to have just one person's point of view or lots of people's points of view? Yikers. Um, Like, okay. Are you going to put like a limit on that? (laughs) 14. No. No. I. Three or four. Okay. I I feel like this kind of goes back a little bit with the first person. And I think if it's a minimal amount of people, I like probably two points of view <laughs> or maybe three. But I don't like more than that. Um, but if I had to choose between one or more than one, maybe just one, which is kind of opposite of what I said for <laughs> first person. But... I find it super distracting, and this is just because I am simple-minded. I'm admitting I can't track a lot of points of view changes and um, a lot of characters in stories. It is a weakness in my reading that I can't keep up with a lot of things that are moving and shifting quickly. And so just for my own enjoyment, I think the more simple, the better, but I would thrive with like two points of view. Yeah, I feel like I definitely like to get more than one because you get more of the story. But yeah, what if you, I think probably four is the max I would ex- like that I like can still enjoy. 
But like when you're sitting there going like, why am I getting her grandmother's point of view right now? Yeah. <laughs> That's when I'm like, um, out. But if I had. Or when it's like, who's talking now? Exactly. When you can't figure out like whose point of view are you freaking in at the moment? Yeah. I mean, I think I'd prefer still to have more than one. But yeah, we definitely like, you can't go too many or else I'm out. Like, I'd rather have one than too many, but I'd rather have more than one if I'm picking. Yeah. <laughs> it was real clear. Okay, this, this question is mean, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Amish or biblical fiction? Why? <laughs> Why do you hate me? Like, what do you do to you? It's like, which horrible option do you want? <laughs> it's like the Gilmore Girls, so it's one beast of terror or another? Yep. Ah, uh, biblical. I choose biblical. Uh, I, I don't think. know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm second guessing now. Maybe. Okay, you know what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was about to like, like make a statement, and then I was like, but uh. Okay, maybe if it was like one of those stories where like somebody's like hiding out with the Amish. <laughs> I could do that, maybe. Uh, I don't like okay, them both. I, I, I'm going to go Amish, I think, just because of the nature of... I think that I could probably find something that wasn't as long, that probably wasn't as deep or emotional. Um, and I guess there's romance. People say that there is. <laughs> So if I just pretend that they have electricity and aren't wearing bonnets, maybe it would be okay. <laughs> you said shorter, and all I could think of was your worst nightmare in Amish love inspired. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, my word. The true torture. Yeah, oh. I mean, we get lots of enjoyment out of reciting Amish love inspired titles. They're so great. (laughs) (laughs) The Amish rancher's wife. I mean, they're always like something so obvious and like plain. (laughs) Covert Amish abduction. Yes. The the Amish covert Christmas. Isn't that a real one? I think that is. It's like, come up with a really blah title and just put Amish in front of it and then slap a love-inspired sticker on the cover. Oh my gosh, that would actually be a really fun game. For the few people that we have offended with this train of thought. We're sorry. I apologize for offending you, but I stand by what I say. Exactly. I'm sorry that you're offended, but I won't take it back. Oh, man. oh, okay. Since you did a mean one, I'm gonna do a mean one. <laughs> oh no! It's not as bad. It's not. I promise. Okay. Okay. Would you rather, or like, a like, instant love type of romance, or a book that has like super long time jumps, and like the story? So it's like they're not like falling in love quickly, but like you're taking large gaps of time away. I feel like both those are done, and I hate them both, but I want to make you pick one. Okay, what was the first one? Like, falling in love really too quickly. Oh, I had this question, too. Oh, look That's at so that. funny. 
I don't think I wrote it down because I couldn't figure out how to phrase it. But yeah, it was like the slow burn romance or um, I think if I had to choose, I would say, I don't know, because falling in love too quickly, it means that there's nothing but problems for the rest of the book and falling in love slowly or at the end is just miserable to I'm I guess I'm gonna say falling in love too quickly I guess because at least there's the possibility of there being a little bit of romance at the beginning that's a good point uh, I was gonna say the other one but now I'm second guessing myself <laughs> <laughs> I still think I would I would go with the like stretched out version I think yeah that's that was yeah it's not really good either but it's like a tough call because it depends how it's done Mm -hmm. because it's like if the whole time you're just like get together already and like years are that was like that christmas waltz book i read (laughs) Just each chapter, the years are fading away. And I'm like, why am I still reading this? <laughs> 11 years later, you're going to get together? Give me a break. Uh, yeah. I uh, No. So, yeah. Fast and Furious for me, I guess. <laughs> okay. Family series or a friend group slash kind of team situation. I love them both. Yeah, but you have to choose. Uh, I know what you're going to choose. I can't even believe you're thinking I this know. Hard. It's family. Yeah, I knew you would <laughs> say that. I mean, there are a lot of good <laughs> friend group ones, but I feel like all of my favorite series are all family series. So when it comes down to it, I definitely just love the family but i mean like the friend groups like they're basically like family to each other so yeah i think for me at this point in time i might say the friend group slash work team thing i don't know if i would prefer it but today i feel like i prefer it i think that there's something great about an author being able to create that like you said that sense of community and family within the team or like the friend group Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's so many families that aren't traditional and so it's kind of nice to see they're usually like misfits or or people that have you know reasons to kind of band together and so sometimes that's nice to be able to see people that aren't related kind of band together and become that kind of family unit so I do like seeing that yeah I mean, they're both great. So they are. We'll just take both. There's no wrong there, answer. There really is not. Yeah. Okay. Daytime or nighttime reading? Nighttime reading. Nighttime is my jam. I could stay up until I fall asleep, which would, if I had no life, no job, no responsibilities, it would be like two in the morning every single night. <laughs> that's when I get most of my reading done that's when people leave me alone my time is my own and I can just sit down and focus on what I want to read so nighttime for sure wholeheartedly agree we are both I feel like 
horribly night owl type people that are forced to live in a morning bird world. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I definitely get so much more reading done at night. Okay, salty or sweet reading snack? Uh, I usually end up going sweet. But I do like having salty too, but like I generally like end up picking the sweet thing. I think mine would be salty. I'm so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you know what it would be too. Popcorn! Yes, popcorn. I'm a creature of habit, but at least I like simple fare. I mean, it works. I, I mean, it I'll does. have my bag of chocolate chips, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have my bag of popcorn. You can have your bag of chocolate chips. Bagged snacks. I mean, and then we can actually put the popcorn and chocolate chips together, and that's actually delicious. So I feel like it has to be something like M and M, so it doesn't get all melty. That's true, but I'm saying chocolate and popcorn—they go together. Do you find it annoying though to like people that mix them and then like the M and Ms fall to the bottom and like what is that? Yeah, that's... just keep them separately and eat them together. But like, who wants to dig around at the bottom? And then what if you pop a popcorn kernel in your mouth <laughs> instead of the M and M? Can you imagine? <laughs> Someone has probably yeah. done that. And it's probably cured them of putting it in there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a proponent of keeping things separate. But if you want to eat them together, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not digging around the bottom of my popcorn bowl. No sense of adventure. Um, okay. I have no. my last one here. And it's one yeah. book at a time or multiple books at once. One book at a time. Again, I will defer to my comment about being simple-minded <laughs> and not having too much going on. So I need to be able to focus, and I don't need any help being confused. Um, I just like to focus on what I'm focusing on. Now, occasionally, I might have two things going if I've got like a book club read at the same time that I'm reading something else, but that's usually my one exception is something that I'm reading for a book club that has to be on a timeline, but I can't take time away from things that I might be obligated to. Yeah. I feel like I used to read like tons of books at the same time. Like I had like a buddy read and I had the book that I was reading and then this book and that book and the other book. But I feel like more and more I'm a one book at a time. I do sometimes have like a Kindle book and a physical copy book at the same time but I've I'm more and more becoming just one at a time so if I had to choose I'd pick one at a time yeah it's just nice to not have your focus split in multiple directions yeah. but I know people that read two books at a time all the time on purpose because they like being able to kind of switch genres or tackle two things at once and I'm like I I feel like that's a great way to multitask, but not for Ashley. <laughs> yeah. It's too hard. Too confusing. I do not have any more questions. Wow. We got all the way to the end. True. We got all the way to the end of the questions. I feel like we answered them truthfully. Did. I feel like it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I, I think we should do it again. Sure. Because I like this one. 
All right. I think that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on Instagram at basically bookish podcast. Hope you have a great day and we'll chat with you next time.